Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. All right, welcome in. 11 o'clock hour here on Issel and Louie, 680-1057, ESPNLouisville.com, the app, your smart speaker, your car. However you're hanging out with us this morning, we appreciate it. Thanks for making us part of it. Reminder, Bellerman back in action. We are your home for the nights here on 680-1057 and on the app, out on the road at... Let's go pee! Pre-game coverage, Doug Ormay, Mark Bug at 745 tip at 8, all here on your home for the nights. I remember that 680-1057, and without further ado, it is time, it is Wednesday, it is 11 o'clock for Bologna or Salami. All right, so we're going to do a short inversion just because we have Caitlin out like in, a, in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. We could always just get Caitlin involved in Bologna or Salami. Like, she does other stuff. She speaks English. Like, we're good. It's the whole thing. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, I got Avery on that one. Oh, there we you go. You see, right. it doesn't help that there's also something in the air here. So oh, I've been dying Lord. since I got into that. That's what we need. Yeah, okay. Okay. First question. Bologna or salami? Oscar made the right move to call out the rest of the Kentucky basketball team after mm-hmm. their loss to South Carolina. Like yeah. Well, I've already commented on that. Uh, that is salami. Uh, it, you know, it. Uh, he was absolutely right. They were not. They were not executing on offense. They weren't guarding people. They weren't. They weren't doing much of anything. <laughs> and he he was absolutely right to do that because you know he he might not play great all the time, but uh, he does play hard all the time. And when your best player is the player that's playing the hardest, that he has a right to call out everybody else who's just going through the motions. So that's big time salami. I'm going to go with something that hasn't been said during this segment. I'm going to order double salami. <laughs> How about that? How about I that? I like it. A little double like salami it. on a Wednesday. Um, there yeah, you I, go. I actually agree. I, I, there was something about this team early in the season where the motivation was lacking. Um, the effort was lacking. Whatever they got to do, I, don't, I, I, I won't pretend to be in that locker room. Whatever they got to do to get the guys to play harder, I'll accept it. If it comes from Oscar, coaching, whatever, fine. Uh, usually, Dan, I find that when players call out other players, it can go one of two ways that appears to have gone the proper way. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, next question. Bologna or salami? Next year's UofL basketball team will consist of 90% of the team being from the transfer portal. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> All right, so that's like, let's say, let's go with like the, the base of 12 guys 
So you're saying like 11 guys from the transfer portal? Yeah, if that's what the math says. Okay. All right, right, just math, baloney. Let's change the number uh, to 70%. Yeah, let's go with okay, that. Okay, let's do that, because I think 90 is just not, not going to happen, because they, they do have two recruits coming in. So, Go ahead, Dave. Well, I, uh, first of all, the first question I would ask, and uh, again, I haven't bothered to really understand. I, I know L isn't coming back or can't come back. Uh, I don't think Curry can come back. Uh, is, is there anybody else on this roster that's gone for sure? Gone for sure. He's gone. I mean, you gotta, you gotta. I mean, Mike James has got to play. I, I, if he comes back, Hunt, Huntley Hatfield. If he comes back, has eligibility. Yep. I'm, I'm going to go baloney. Uh, I'm going to go baloney on that. I think, I think there has to be some real key people coming out of, uh, out of the uh, portal. Uh, if you had said the starting lineup might be seventy percent. Of portal people, I'd 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 go with that in a hurry. But given the the recruits they have coming in, giving the the people that are going to come back, I, I I'm going to say that's baloney. That's that's too high a number. They have Curtis Williams uh, signed uh, the 56th player in the ESPN 100 out of uh, Brother Rice in, in the Detroit area, small forward, and then they have Caleb Glenn, of course, who people have talked yeah, about two. for a long time. So yeah. they have two guys coming in. Uh, I'm going to go baloney because I think they're going to screw up the transfer portal again. <laughs> I don't trust them at all at this point. So, all right, there we go. I think it's. I think. I think we're in for two years of just absolute misery with that team. Go ahead. Okay, next question. Wow, I sound weird. Um, baloney or salami? Cliff Kingsbury will never return to the NFL. Yeah, you only sound weird today. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, that is baloney. He's not going to return anytime soon. Uh, I think you probably saw the story that he bought a one-way plane ticket to Thailand. Did you see any of the pictures from that trip, Dan? I did not. Do you want to see any of the pictures from that trip, Dan? Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I like to be. I like to be informed. Okay. Uh, So he's getting paid by the Arizona Cardinals through, I believe, the uh, 2021 season. Uh, and as we talked earlier, that might take a little bit of your motivation away. <laughs> so, well, I guess there's I, a, a clause in his contract where he has to be looking for work. Well, it doesn't say what kind. Maybe he's looking to, <laughs> to be a Thai maybe cook. he's looking maybe he's looking to grow coffee in Thailand or something. Uh, so, <laughs> I, a curry I, I would guess I would guess there's an offset. So, in other words, if he takes an offensive coordinator's job, I'm guessing that salary would, would be offset from his Cardinal salary. So, he's going to make him pay for a while. Uh, but he's too good a talent. He may not be head coaching talent, but he certainly is uh, would, would fi- easily find a job as an offensive coordinator in the NFL. So, it won't be this year, but he will be back. And so I'll go baloney. Yeah, it's baloney because I do think he works again. I I uh I am envious of a person who can just buy a one way ticket to Thailand and just not worry about it. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a very different life than I lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, so, uh, I, so I'll I'm go baloney. Guessing- it, it also because I I agree with Dan. I think too many people think too much of his offensive. You know, brain or whatever you want to call it, just his, his ability to coach offense. So, yes, I agree with Dan. Uh, baloney on that one. 
even though I want it to be salami. I want to be clear. I want it to be salami. Okay. Uh, bologna or salami? On Monday, it was hinted that Jared Mayo is going to be the next assistant head coach of the New England Patriots. Yes. So, whenever Bill Belichick does leave, Jared Mayo will be the next head coach of the Patriots. Uh, you know, Robert Kraft seems to be uh, the type of guy that's very loyal. Uh, and you can understand why the success that he's had with the people that he's had. And, and so I would say this is probably a rehearsal uh, to agree. see to see if Mayo can handle it. Uh, and so I'm going to guess that he does uh, learning at the elbow of uh, possibly <laughs> the best football coach the NFL has ever seen. And so I'm going to go salami. Uh, I don't know that Belichick is retiring anytime soon. Um, he certainly isn't going to retire uh, in the next year or two. So, uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go salami. I'll, I'll say that Mayo will be the the head coach. I, it was. I, I think it was thought that. Uh, oh, what's the guy that uh, coaches the Raiders? That was the offensive coordinator there for so long. Uh, oh, coached, uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, McDaniel's. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for a long time when when he. When he got fired in Denver and went back to his old offensive coordinator job, there was a lot of talk at that point that he had been promised the head coaching job uh, when Belichick left. But um, just like Harry Lancaster was the assistant coach for Adolph Rupp, he thought he thought 20 years before Coach Rupp retired, he was going to get the head coaching job at Kentucky. And I, I don't know. I don't know when Belichick retires. So, um, but when he does, if 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 Mayo uh, passes the interview, yes, he will be the next head coach. You know, uh, more than any other NFL franchise, it feels like New England now, because of Belichick and the and the history there, feels like a Michigan football or a Louisville basketball where you get, there's such a clamoring to hire one of your own, and it's the Patriot way. Right, that kind of thing. The way that Kenny talks about, you know, the players need to know Louisville basketball history and that kind of stuff. That's what it feels like with the Patriots, so I'll go Salami as well. Okay, final question. <laughs> Dan, I put those pictures up uh, at the bottom of the show sheet if you are okay. interested in what Cliff Kingsbury's up to. Okay, bologna or salami? If Florida... <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying hey, anymore. Hey, thumbs, thumbs, hold up. I'm a little distracted right now. <laughs> Do you want to describe what you see in those pictures, Dan? Uh, no. Okay. No, I don't. Uh, it was, it's a, uh, uh, what do you call people from Thai, uh, from Thailand? Thai, Thailanders? No, just a, a Thai person. A Thai it's, woman. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's a very, uh, very handsome young Thai person. Actually, Go ahead, Avery. I, I think she's Russian. Um, but anyways, keep going. Okay. Um, if Florida quarterback commit Jaden Rashada is able to get out of his commitment, because he did sign the papers, uh, or at least the letter of intent. Yeah. Florida will sign former Miami quarterback Jake Garcia in his place. I like this. That's a good question. That is a good question. Well, um, that kid is gone. It, it doesn't matter. If He's not he, showing up. I agree with you. He's not. Yeah. Showing up. If yeah. they if they don't if they don't release him, uh, they can look forward to a really nice lawsuit. 
because for those who don't know what we're talking about, uh, the Gator Combine or Gator Collective, Collective yes. uh, <laughs> uh, signed signed this kid to a $13 million NIL deal over four years. And then they realized, ooh, we don't have $13 million. <laughs> and so they sent the kid a letter retracting their, well, that's real nice. You can send a letter retracting. There's two signatures on that contract. So if they don't release this kid, they, they can look forward to a real fat lawsuit. Maybe they even get a lawsuit even if they do release him. But there's no way this kid's ever playing at Florida. So I'll go salami. I'll, I'll go salami on that. I think if you're entering the portal at this late date, Louie, don't you think they've already got a landing spot? Do you remember when you were wrong about Severe Wheeler starting last night? Because Cal would be worried about what they would say in recruiting circles? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think the same thing goes here where you don't want to keep the – you don't want to force the Florida kid to come to Florida. It looks bad for recruiting. And so I think they're going to release him. Uh, agreed. Jake Garcia would be a coup for them if they could go get him because he's a former top 50 player. And so, I mean, if you can get that kid to transfer in, especially with new rules and the ability to play right away, I do think. Um, they're gonna, I'll go ahead and uh, – <clears throat> I'll say Salami because Florida's as good a landing spot as any um, as far as playing time and, and everything because Anthony Richardson is gone. So um, I'll go Salami. What did you go down? Yeah. I went I went Salami. Because I think the kid already knows he's going to All right, so bring in Caitlin Free. Caitlin Free, do you think Jake Garcia will be piloting the Florida Gators offense next season? (laughs) That's a good question because I do not have an answer. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, turn the music off. Caitlin Free joins us. we got to carry over it. Yes, sir. Louie, is it all right if I lay out of this segment? Because I'm I'm talking to my uh, travel agent. I'm booking my ticket to Thailand. (laughs) Are you following any of that, Caitlin, where Cliff Kingsbury gets fired by the Arizona Cardinals and he books a one-way ticket to Thailand? See, I've seen several other jokes about athletes, you know, (laughs) getting fired or people being free agents and going to Thailand. So I've kind of been following along with the joke, but some things are just, you know, they're so shocking. And then you see something, you're like, ah, maybe it's not, but... (laughs) He looks like he's doing just fine. Uh, Caitlin Free with us, at Caitlin E. Free on Twitter. Go find her there. Uh, does all of the um, in-between race work uh, and the handicapping up there at Turfway Park, 32K, in the carryover for the late pick five tonight. So we wanted to pick your brain. Caitlin, you and I have been around uh, Kentucky racing about the same amount of time. Did you ever foresee a pick five on a Wednesday at Turfway where the purses were 70000 70000 80000 uh, 72000 and then a maiden 30 with a $30,000 purse to close the card on a Wednesday? No, but I'm happy we're here. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah. one thing that I have learned for this season is, obviously, we have great racing on Saturdays for stakes racing, but the other yes. best part of the racing for the week, I think, does come on Wednesday when we open up the week. The last maybe two or three weeks, I've actually been really surprised with how good the Wednesday cards are. So when I saw that this carryover was happening and then I looked at the overnight on Saturday, I was like, okay, this is actually going to be really exciting. Yeah, I you know there was a concern when the, the carryover was announced that in my brain I was like, how many maiden eights am I going to have to cap in this one? You know, like the thinking about those guys, are, which is fine. Obviously, a, a, a five to one horse in an eight in an eight claimer pays the same as a maiden special weight five to one, and so uh, it, it's all the same that way. But a uh, little a uh, little more fun to cap some of the higher level races. Uh, Caitlin Free with us, Turfway Park.
did you anyone stand out on this card? Um, we we uh, we um, uh, Dan, who hosts with uh, hosts the show here, obviously uh, got a got a text from uh, from Rusty Arnold who uh, sends Spears Mill out in the first race. Looks as good a, a contender of anyone in any race tonight. Really, that was the one that stood out to me mm. right away. And Rusty doesn't have the best numbers over the all-weather, but for this horse to do as well as she did on debut over the all-weather, um, I've had several people reach out to me and say, you know, I need a single in this sequence. And I'm like, gosh, this is going to be like the hardest sequence ever to find a single. Yeah. I've narrowed it down to Spears Mill and Masani okay. in the first two races. That makes me feel really good about Rusty saying that because she has looked phenomenal. And she would probably be the one I would hang my hat on as far as a single. But also Masani and their Vershuri Devoshuri is off to a fantastic start here in 2023. So those are really the only two I can see as likely winners in the first race. But Spears No is definitely my top choice in that race. And then following it up in race number five and that made special weight. I can make a case for seven or eight horses in there. So (laughs) those two alone were difficult. How much do you look at first-timers at Turfway Park, and how much do you look at, say, a wild acclaim in that next race who has that experience going one time, you know, loses by three-and-a-half lengths under Decky Cannon and gets the, the, the mount again tonight? Like, how much do you look at that, or are you willing to take a shot on a first-timer? I'm pretty much taking almost all first-timers okay. here in race, um, I believe that's race number five. Yep. Um, wild acclaim was the one that I did look to. And I will probably throw in now, since the also eligibles are out, and also the eight who who runs the world the world for Brad Cox is now out as well. I will okay. probably be a little bit more defensive with Wild Acclaim, especially with that history. Sarah Hamilton is very good with me in such ways, and Declan is honestly, I have found the best type of a rider that when he rides a horse and then gets back up on the horse, he learns a lot of lessons. Hmm. He watches film. He studies the other horses. So. He's a jockey that definitely fits that bill, but there's just some first-time starters in here that I think are going to be really, really tough. Um, the Wesley Ward is one to think about. I particularly, the two big ones that I really, that really stood out to me were the two public garden for Paula Lobo and the nine Lady Lowry for the Will Walden barn. Dan, you got something? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I know I'm kind of throwing you into this because this was a... Well, a, a, you know, I've, I've said this before. I cannot handicap Turfway Park <laughs> well, I, because because I'm I'm kind of a class handicapper, and that makes absolutely no difference at Turfway Park. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, last Saturday there was a, a filly uh, trained by William Walden, and it was Kate something or something Kate who was the fake. Yeah, Kate's Kingdom. She they they. They gave $400,000 for her in November. Uh, She won her last start at Turfway by open lengths. Looked like something good to eat. And (laughs) a horse that had competed at a $16,000 claiming level in her prior start won the race. And so it seems like class doesn't, doesn't enter uh, at at Turfway, and so I I cannot do it. But my single is Spears Mill. Uh, Rusty just said she's doing really well. Okay. I I look at Rusty's numbers. He's twenty seven percent. He 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 rarely wins first time out. Uh, and right. they they it's a quality road out of a lemon drop kid mare steps up to uh, to a mile. 
he he wins 27% of the time, second start maiden. That That is a single for me. I, I think in the fifth race, I, I agree with uh, the Lobo horse. I, 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 I Under normal circumstances, uh, the seven would be a big play for me. I love horses that show speed and fade first time out. This horse went a half in 45 seconds in the first start of his career, uh, her career, and was a length and a half on top. Gets Lasix for the first time. Uh, there is a, the, a play against for me in this race is Brad's horse, and and the it's reason out, so and the the reason it. I'm sorry. I said it's out, so you don't even have to worry about it. Oh, okay. All right. What I <laughs> what I was going to yeah, say ahead, is. Yeah. What I was going to say is they paid $600,000 for this horse. It's owned by Spinthrift Farm and my racehorse and trained by Brad Cox. What is this horse doing at Turfway Park? Hmm. Uh, uh, It would be if he could run or she could run, uh, she'd be in the fairgrounds with Brad. So that's my take on the first two. Well, the reason we're having... Go ahead, Caitlin. Go ahead. The reason we're having Caitlin on, by the way, is since the new year, she's giving out like winner after winner. Um, her ROI is insane since the beginning of the year. And so uh, Caitlin has figured out what you cannot figure out, Dan. So that's why we're having her on, Caitlin Free. Uh, from Turfway Park, as we get into the later races, does anyone stand out? Is there a, possibly a, someone in the get-out race here in race eight that uh, stands out to you? Race eight's really tough, but I will tell you, going back to race six, I'll tell you who I mm. don't like okay. and who I absolutely won't be using in. You know, I say that knock on wood, <laughs> but gun it yeah. is yeah. going to be a no-go for me. Yeah, Absolutely. no no question about that. Gun, gun out's gotten way too much of my money. I, I, I don't care. I don't care if he was three to five. I still wouldn't play him. They've literally tried no, everything with this horse too. They gelded him in in October. I mean, nothing nothing seems to be working for him. So obviously, just trying the new the new surface. Is there? He is just he is just one of those types of horses that just he he almost he drives me insane almost <laughs> to a point where I've seen him so many times. The turf doesn't work. The gelding doesn't work. Steve doesn't usually do well over the synthetic. So I looked at it. We were, it was funny. Joe Scott and I were talking about horses like this the other day, what we call kind of like the enigma horses. And I was like, gun, it's the number one. And then literally <laughs> I look in the entry box and here he is. Oh, yep. I'm like, this freaking horse again. But he, he's just everywhere. But looking to the last race, three-year-olds again, maiden claiming race, uh, maiden 30 going six and a half furlongs. Uh, there's a Mark Cassie first year in here for cloud computing that I look at. Uh, Becky Cannon, Helen Pitts usually doesn't pop first time out the Helen Pitts barn, but I mean, she's good around uh, one turn sprinting. So I give that one a little bit of a, a look, the, um, the taproot first time starter in there. But this was a race that I thought was especially tough. There's a Brendan Walsh in there. Uh, there's a Steve Asmussen in there. There's a Wayne Catalano. So there's a lot of big-name trainers in here. And I'll have to look back at the scratches. But really the two that I was most interested in for the um, the get-out race were the two also eligible. Chippewa for the Michael Sinnon barn coming off the layoff and trying the synthetic for the first time. And the 14 midnight favorite for the Dougie Cowens barn. The Dougie Cowens barn has been absolutely huge. Um, first time off the bench and especially at the main claim level so i can quickly glance and see if the scratches are out and see if either of those two made it in but those were the two that really stood out to me in the last race but obviously they would have to get in 
Interesting. I, um, you know, uh, just looking at the sequence and, and Caitlin Free with us at Caitlin E. Free on uh, Twitter. We're getting texts in on this segment. Um, so the horse got Lasix in it and ran super fast. Is that because the horse can see without those pesky horse goggles? Is a funny text. I appreciate you, uh, Texture, making an eye surgery joke here on Islin Louie, taking you up until noon. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the also eligibles are always something you have to watch at Turfway Park more than almost any other course because there's so many damn horses entered in these races. And so uh, I'm with you. That um, that first-time number for, uh, for Dougie Cowens is unbelievable. Am I seeing this right that – Steve Asmussen is 0 for his last 44 at Turfway Park. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Steve literally <laughs> owns everything. Steve owns everything else in Kentucky, but there's something about him with Turfway Park that it just like it doesn't work. I don't know if his horses just hate the all weather, if they're just not prepared for it. I can't make any sense of it. And I mean, he's been some like actually decent horses. He's got more, you know, a little bit of a better stock here than he has than he normally would because you're able to bring in, you know, from other. You're able to keep horses kind of at Churchill all year round now, and he's got them at Keeneland, and they'll come here. And they just, I mean, he's had, I think, maybe a second or a third in 2023, but they, they just, like, they don't want to do anything here. And I've never figured out why, but he's one that I always typically play against here. Okay. Uh, but going back to the last race, the 14 did not draw in, but the 13 did. Okay. So. Okay. I wanted to ask because, uh, you know, uh, we, we had him on, on our podcast on the Horse Racing Happy Hour. Jonathan Wong has has moved a bunch of horses uh, to Turfway. Have you gotten to interact with him? And he's having some nice early success, too. He is having some nice early success. Jo- Jonathan is, he's awesome. Super nice, younger guy. I, I'm really excited to see him here. And I think, you know, he's only going to keep getting better and better and better. With Turfway, his horses usually, especially when he's bringing them in for California, maybe not the first time out, I've kind of thought that if he's bringing one in off the claim, or it's already made a start here and it did okay and it's coming back out, that's when you really, really need to watch them. I'm also, um, he claimed a lot of horses from Churchill, so those are coming kind of back now to make starts here. And he's also got some younger horses that he's starting. And he's usually, first time up and with main special weight horses, he's usually one to really watch too. But he's really excited to be here and we're excited to have him. Yeah, it was a fun interview. He seems like a like a really good dude. All right, so uh, last one, I'll get you out on this. Uh, the pick four um, the other day uh, paid uh, twenty three, or paid uh, excuse me, the pick four. Yeah, paid fourteen thousand dollars, and of course the uh, pick five was a a carryover. Even the consolation. Uh, <laughs> the consolation pick five uh, paid five hundred or six hundred and seventy five dollars the other day. What do you think the pick five will pay tonight? I think it'll definitely get hit tonight. I don't think there's really as much of an opportunity for crazy prizes to come through. There's too many good horses entered and too many spots. I think you could look. <sighs> With that carryover, I'm, not, I'm really not sure. I'm looking okay. for at least the first two to three races to probably chalk out. Right. I'd say for it to have to hit, you know huge you'd have to see something really crazy in the last two races i would say definitely the biggest opportunity would probably be it for it to blow up in the final leg okay i think caitlin, uh, caitlin i've got a long shot for you Ooh. okay let's hear it uh look at the number six in race seven 
seven. Oh, a little eight to one. All right. Well, okay. Eric, Eric, check okay. out check out the that. breeders. Check out the breeders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan, good lord! The you- heir to my fortune. <laughs> one of the breeders of Lucy's cakes fly. Oh man, God! I I can see it for sure. Coming back to you know starting here over a year ago, Eric Reed. I knew he was going to get really. I knew his horses were going to get better for the winter meet. That's how they were last year. Mm-hmm. Getting back to the service, she's done really well on the turf since. She was with Mike Maker, first start up with Eric. I mean, I took a look at that one in here. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> All right. Well, she's Caitlin Free. She's up at Turfway Park at Caitlin E. Free on Twitter. Uh, join the thousands that follow Caitlin on Twitter. Uh, you can mm-hmm. get many cat updates alongside the horse racing updates. Uh, Caitlin, we always appreciate the time. Talk to you soon. Of course. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Caitlin. All right, Caitlin Free. Look at that. A little Caitlin Free on a Wednesday. We actually got a bunch of texts about that. People like Caitlin. How about that? That's good. Um, actually, that's not a bad horse to include, Dan. That's a pretty obvious include here. Oh, good. I'm yeah. glad you feel that way. <laughs> I think that horse for sure hits the board. That's how I feel about that horse. How's that? Okay, so, good. Yeah, it feels like that. Okay, well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we will see indeed. I think, um, I think if she wins, I think there's a Breeders Award involved. So. Oh. Have you been to Eric Reed's farm? I have not. Okay. Merc- Mercury, is yeah. that the name of it? Yeah, Mer- Mercury, Mercury, I have not. Something like that, yeah. yeah. No, I, no. I always smile when I see that they, they're, like, timing the workouts at his farm. <laughs> like, the five furlong, you know, in a, a minute four. And that's probably, like, a two-turn, you know, five furlong. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it'll be interesting. She's uh, she's trained over yeah. the track before, so it'll be interesting. We'll see. But, no, I think uh, I'm going to guess it pays 1300 bucks tonight. If you had to pick five, yeah, I, I you know it looks it looks pretty chalky. The first three races look awfully chalky to me. This feels like about a hundred eight dollar ticket night, Dan. What do you think? Okay, well, good luck, <laughs> Dan. Stay away from this one. No, All right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not investing at Turfway. <laughs> reminder. I just, uh, a reminder that we are your home for the NFL in Louisville, uh, your exclusive home uh, for play-by-play of the NFL, including Super Bowl 56. Saturday, Chiefs-Jaguars, uh, Eagles-Giants. That's on 93.9 at 4. And then all ESPN Louisville stations at night. Excuse me, Sunday, Bills-Bengals at 2.30 on ESPN 680-1057. 49ers-Cowboys, 6.15 on all ESPN Louisville stations. Do you think that will be the most watched uh, conference final game of all time, Dan? Could be. Way up there, right? Just that time slot? Yep. Yeah, and and the teams. Um, yep. Yeah, no, it could be. You're no absolutely question. right. And all of our yep. coverage, by the way, on ESPN Louisville of the NFL is presented by our friends at Liquor Barn. On the other end, uh, we have a culture item that I want to get to with Dan because I, I'm actually interested in if Dan thinks this guy broke the law or not, um, uh, even though he was a good Samaritan. Uh, this this hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental and DeltaDentalKY.com. Go find those individual family or plans for your employees nationwide network of dentists. All that available at DeltaDentalKY.com. On the other end, has Dan ever had frostbite? We find out here on 680-1057. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. 
And welcome back to the final segment of Issel and Louie on this Wednesday morning. And this hour of the show is brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, a comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. You can call them at one 800 955-2030 or you can visit them online at ky.deltadental.com Alright, I got my trip booked. Oh, okay. I cleared it with Prime. Alright. She said she'd be fine. I got a one-way ticket to Thailand. She's not buying that bathing suit? Uh, no. Got it. Okay. I just thought I'd ask. Nope. Yeah, huh. nope, nope, nope. Avery, did you look at those pictures? I have not. I've okay. been reading the culture article, and honestly, oh. it's just been very difficult for me to read. Oh, talk to me. Okay, so this guy's last name okay. <laughs> is Withy. Uh-huh. But there's a mobster by the last name Whitey. <laughs> okay. And all I can, like, I think, why is this mobster being so nice? <sighs> So we have a good Samaritan he's, story, and Avery turns it into, why isn't he whacking the 20 people that are in the he, school? He, he's exactly. a member of the Buffalo Bills Mafia, <laughs> not not the regular Mafia, Thumbs. <laughs> now, he, now, he doesn't belong to the regular Mafia. Man, speaking of Thumbs, by the way, I almost bit it walking out of the studio just now to get some water. I, I tripped on my backpack, and I mean, there are some edges on these tables. If I had hit, ooh, oh, I mean, like... Ooh. Caught myself. Avery Avery applauded me because I caught myself so quickly. But it I was, did. I was also laughing. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, no, it was bad. Um, it was, it, the gracefulness of a 41-year-old man. I, so I did six miles last night, Dan. And I... I In the car? <laughs> on foot. And uh, and I got home and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm 41, not 21. That's that's for sure. Yep. No. Woo. Tell me. Well, we had that late it. game, so I had like you know I had an hour, and I was like, you know yeah. what, I'm just going to go out yeah. and get some, get some, you know. And then, so I essentially walked a 5K and ran a 5K, but like it just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 21 anymore. It's just what it is. But anyways, all right. You so you don't what, have to tell me about it, man. I, man. I I feel that on the treadmill every day. I was going to say, I know you're a treadmill guy. So um, yeah. All right. So go ahead and tell people the backstory of this uh, this one, Dan. Well, you remember the uh, the blizzard uh, in. Uh, yeah, the Bills ended in, up playing in, in Detroit instead of Buffalo because yeah, of that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And uh, 40 people actually perished in this snowstorm. Yeah, that was terrible. And, and this young man, um, Whitey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> broke in, uh, broke into a school and, and then I think broke into the kitchen Right. to get stuff to eat and drink and and went around and got 20 people mm. out of their cars who were stranded in their cars and got them into the school and um, and and took care of them until the storm abated and uh, and and basically he's getting 52 inches of snow and he's getting he's he's receiving credit uh, and and the way they found out who it was he left a note he said, "Sorry, I broke into the school <laughs> and into the kitchen, but uh, you know, desperate times." And so he's he's receiving credit for saving uh, twenty people. All right. So two questions about this. Number one: Have you ever had? Because you and I grew up north of here. 
um, and you live in Colorado, have you ever had any version of frostbite? No. I haven't either. I've been lucky. I'm, I'm not, and I'll tell you why. And and since I was I in guess? high school, since I was in high school, I've never been sunburned either. Okay, there it is. Yeah, I was going to say you don't expose and, yourself and to the elements because right. I am not an outdoor person. I'll go outside when the temperatures like between thirty and seventy five. Other than that, if it's over seventy five or if it's less than thirty. Uh, the only time I go outside is if I'm running from the car to the grocery store. So what are you going to do with uh, so, Veronica when you get to when you get to Thailand? Well, we'll find some shade. Oh, got it. Okay, so you're going to yeah. like you're going to do the yeah. cabana thing, right? Got it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Veronica. Um, so <laughs> no, I've never I've never had frostbite, uh, and, okay. and nor will I ever have frostbite. Have you ever committed a crime for the good of other people? So I include speeding to get your wife to the hospital when she's in labor or um i'm trying to think of another example so stuff like that where you feel like yeah you did something you weren't supposed to do but it aided someone who was in a time of need yeah i don't think so okay i don't i don't think so did you make sherry walk to the hospital or how does that work well, but we, I mean, we weren't, we were stupid and young. We didn't know that, you know, he had to hurry. We, we, we observed, we, 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 drove from Pro, we drove from Prospect to Methodist Hospital on South Broadway at a reasonable rate of time. We didn't know how close. Have you ever heard the story about when Sheridan was born? Avery's face right now, I'm sorry. It's crushing me. Avery, you Avery's not the, happy with you right now. You're gonna, you're gonna catch these thumbs. What's wrong, thumbs? <laughs> like Louis says, you're gonna catch these thumbs. <laughs> so, um, so, so real quickly, because yes. I've told this story before, I sure. don't know that you've heard it, but I want to bet Paul O'Brien. We've talked about Paul owned the Normandy and He was a big baseball fan, and he and he loved the Philadelphia Phillies. And so we made a bet. He said Richie Ashburn, great center fielder played his entire career with the Phillies. Mm. And I said, no, he didn't, Paul. He went from the Phillies to the Cubs, and and who would know that better than me? And then he went from the Cubs to the Mets. And so we made a bet, dinner for eight at, at the Normandy Inn. And I don't remember all who we who we invited. I think Walt Simon and Marge were there, maybe, uh, and Louis uh, was there for sure. But anyway, well, I know I was going to say I know Louis Dampier was there if, if someone else yeah. was paying for the meal. But keep exactly, going. exactly. <laughs> uh, and so we had this. We had um, all we could eat and drink. Uh, on the house because I won the bet with with Paul. Yeah, and so um, Sherry, it, it was on a on a um, it was on a Sunday, no, it was on a Monday night, and Sherry had been to the doctor that morning, okay. and the doctor said, "Nah, you're 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 a ways away. Make an appointment for next Monday." And so we went to Paul's. We did all this eating and drinking. Oh, yeah. And about five o'clock in the morning on Tuesday, Sherry wakes me up and says. Um, uh, I don't feel good. I don't feel right. And I said, oh, honey, it's just, you know, you're you're about to deliver. It's just you had a big meal last night. It's just indigestion. Go back to bed. Damn. So we go back to sleep. At least I did. And she wakes me up at about 8 and says, um, no, it's, it's not right. Um, we better go see the doctor. 
So we get in the car, we go see the doctor, and Sheridan was born at 1230. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, of course, you know, we, we have four kids, and so I went through the birth process four times. I, I observed the birth process, I should say. Excuse me. And so with our third – no, no, with our, with, our, with our daughter, actually. My wife was in labor, but so she's, she's one of these. She would mostly labor at home, and then we would get to the hospital for as little of the process as possible. She really didn't want to spend a ton of time in the hospital, and I do not blame her. So with the last one, though, I was like, you know what? Um – I think we need to go to the hospital. She's like, no, no, I'm fine. You know, the, the contractions are X amount apart and da, da, da. And I'm just looking at her and I'm like, okay, I know better. So I, we, we, we hired a, a woman to help out called a doula, who's a, a person that is there when your wife doesn't want the husband there, which is the case in my house. And so um, <laughs> her name is Mary, a very nice lady. And uh, I call Mary behind my wife's back. I'm like, hey, I need you to get to the house. And... She's like, oh, okay. She gets, she shows up, and she looks at my wife, and she goes, why are we not at the hospital? <laughs> Chris is like, oh, no, no, it's fine. You know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we're going. And our daughter was born 90 minutes after we got to yeah. the hospital, something like yeah. that. So I was like, I was like, yeah. see, I, I, I pay attention. See? <laughs> yeah. Now, I can understand that with number four. Not, number one was a, is usually a different story. but uh, yeah. <laughs> the, Someone texting in, Dan hasn't committed a crime, LOL, except every time he bets Blanket Baker, he's committing robbery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty great. Oh, man. So anyway, getting back to this story <laughs> yes. about Whitey, um, what, what was your takeaway from this? Um, I think there are times... Uh, you know the old the old cliche, desperate times, desperate measures, where yeah, you have to yeah. do stuff like this. If the only thing that scared me is in the age of school shootings that a guy was able to break into a school. Hmm. Unfortunately, hmm. that's where my brain went. I got um, you, but I do well, understand with, with why having he would do four this little ones. That's that's where your mind would go. Here, here, here but was but my... the story is, by the way, the end of the story is that because of all the work he did, he got two Super Bowl tickets out of it um, between the Bills and a regional insurance company uh, up there in, in New York. See, that's that's my problem with this story. <laughs> right there. You just said, if, if you're the Buffalo Bills, okay, yes. how hard is it going to be for you to get two Super Bowl tickets? You have to go and get a sponsor. You get a sponsor to give the guy two Super Bowl tickets. That's a good take. Uh, that that's the problem I have. If you're going to do a good deed, do do a good deed. Don't don't put your name out there and get somebody else to pay for it. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you're going to the Super Bowl. Compliments of the Buffalo Bills and Blue Cross Blue Shield. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Would you rather That's go to cool. Thailand or the Super Bowl, Dan? Uh, Thailand. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. The only thing that would make any difference is that I'd have to fly to get to Thailand, and I could drive to the Super Bowl since it's in Arizona. That's so I, I might have to rethink that one. Um, are you surprised that that woman has over 3 million followers on Instagram? No. No. Okay. All right. Okay. No. Yeah. I'm with no. You. <laughs> oh. She's about to have three thousand. What'd you say? Three million. Yeah, three million. Yeah, she's about to have three million and one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man. Lord. 
There's uh, always a moment into the show where it just gets stupid and we just got stupid. Yeah, it just stops. Oh man. Yeah, it oh, stops. It's all right. Do you uh do you like the Cowboys sticking with their kicker? Um yeah, you have I to guess. at this point, right? I mean, you can't yeah, just go sign a guy yeah. off the street. I mean, for what, the what are you going to do? Have tryouts for a kicker when you're getting prepared to to go to San Francisco? I mean, that was obviously after the first one, it was a mental thing. Yes, and so maybe he has cleared his mind. I, I'll tell you one thing: if I was that kicker, I wouldn't be signing any long term leases in Dallas. <laughs> but it doesn't surprise me that at this point they're going to stay with him. And I'm glad they are because I'm pulling for the 49ers. Are you, well, I mean, that's the problem is that in this game, because of how competitive it's going to be, he could cost them the game legitimately. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no question. Could. Yeah, Absolutely good. Yeah. What's the final score of the UofL game tonight? Uh, <laughs> and by the way, by the way, you, you, uh, you were delighted – to uh, point out my mistake about Severe Wheeler starting or not playing. Uh, I, I don't believe that we recapped who picked whom on the, uh, on the game yesterday. We did that first segment. I don't know that we did. You pointed it out. What... You delighted in it. You, just, uh, I think, you delight I think in other I people's picked, misery so much that you I forget when I you do picked, it. I think I picked Kentucky by 16 and they won by 14. And I think I remember somebody saying that Kentucky wouldn't cover the spread. So I just just want to get that out there. Yeah, I also want to get it out there that Dan is now one in fourteen against the spread picking Kentucky games the last fifteen. Yeah, years. baby. But you know what? <laughs> I'm I'm, Owen, I'm I'm one and zero oh this week. I'm one and zero oh this week. What's the final score? Uh, of the I'll say Pitt wins uh, seventy-one to fifty-nine. Okay. I'm going to go Pitt 81, Louisville 65. 16. So 16 points, yeah. And what, what, what's the spread in my pick? Nine and a half. We both have Pitt covering. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I think they cover. Yeah. This is a must-don't-lose for Pittsburgh. That's how they look at this game. Yeah. You talk yeah. about it as a coach. You talk about a business trip. You talk about, you know – Get in, get the hardware, and get the hell out of town, or whatever that stupid thing is. That that's what yeah. this game is for them, for sure. That, now, is this game on TV, or or like a lot of Louisville games? Do I have to watch it on my laptop? ACC Network. Oh, okay, so I can watch it on TV at seven o'clock too. So five o'clock for you. Five o'clock, my time. Okay, we got got to miss got to miss Jeopardy with Prime <laughs> at five. Yeah, Jeopardy comes on at six here. Oh, there you go. Okay. I got to see Jeopardy last night because uh, uh, although I was at, at the commercials, which really hacks off Prime, uh, at the commercials of Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, I was switching it over to the Kansas-Kansas State game. What a great game that was. That was an the awesome little, game. Yes. The little bit that I saw. Did you catch the coach um, after that game? Because that guy sounds like you if you coached. Uh, he, uh, now I, I admire this guy and I, I I can't remember his name. Jerome Tang is his name. Yep. But I still admire him. He's, (laughs) he was at Baylor. Yes. He was at Baylor for 19 years. He was with Scott Drew was, was, well, that's like all 19. Yeah. That's like Tommy Lloyd at Gonzaga going to Arizona. Yeah. 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 Yep. And he finally gets his shot 
on on a team that I believe Louis Kansas State was picked toward the bottom. Oh no question. Of, yeah. of the Big Twelve. Yep. He finally gets his shot as a head coach, and I'll tell you what, he's taking advantage of it because they beat they beat Kansas at home in overtime. I think Kansas had won like fifteen out of the last sixteen matchups with Kansas oh, State. Sure. And they and they beat him, and he stayed out. He's standing on the table after the game, standing on the scorers' table, leading the cheers. Good for him. Do you know what good, he? Do you know what he him. did? I think, I, honestly, I think you, you'll like him even more after I tell you what he did with the chance. Well, so the the kids were chanting F K U, so you know bleep Kansas, and he changed the chant to K S U. Yes. Yes. And he said, you don't have to you don't have to be filled with hate to be great. And then he said, hey, um, I you know, you rush the court tonight. I don't ever want to see you do it again. I want you to expect to win. Isn't that great? <laughs> I was going to say, I do. You love I it. love yeah. it. I, I love say, it. I'm a I'm a wildcat fan from now on. <laughs> They're good, man. They're actually good, too. I mean, it's that that was not a fluke game. I mean, they are 16 and two for a reason. I mean, he's got yep. them going. By the way, the thing with him, though, is. You know, unlike Louisville, he didn't have a lot of players coming back, so he had to go to the transfer portal. He's a first-year coach. Oh, wait, it's exactly the same, and he's 16-2. and two. <laughs> And it's Kansas State. Yeah. Honestly, if you're yeah. a U of L fan, you're watching you, that game last you, night, you've got to you be pulling think, your hair out. Yeah, you would think oh. you'd have a lot easier time recruiting to Louisville, Kentucky, than Manhattan, Kansas. I totally agree. Yes. I, I, just pulling your hair out watching that yes. game. Yes. Yep. yep. So many examples of that, too. Which is why I played that that pain sound from earlier you know earlier in the show about you know the the transfer portal and those things so you know obviously the hope that you know it's it's a one year off sort of thing that you know they didn't get guys in the portal last year and that they're uh, you know spending tons of time on it right now but again we did blow into your salami i am not hopeful so yeah all right Dan. so we're not going halfsies on a ticket tonight uh no (laughs) no Turfway, Turfway Park. Well, you already my, spent the money on your on your Thailand trip, so you know. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. I, that it's you know, at my size, I have to I have to fly business. I can't fly coach all the way. Well, to plus, Thailand. I mean, Veronica's so, going to so, be like, "Did you fly so, coach yeah, to get here?" I'm so, not talking to yeah, you. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's uh, it's an expense. It's an expensive ticket. Um, we'll be back again tomorrow morning at ten o'clock. Uh, we'll recap the Louisville Pit game and uh, talk about a lot of other nonsense on Insulin Louie. ESPN 680 You know, plus Ben Roberts and Jay Davis, you know, no big oh, deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, our, no big our deal. big day. Yeah. Our big day. Almost no big forgot. <laughs> yeah. So be sure you tune in for that. Have a great day, everybody. Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnedDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code ORDERNOW for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax, your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. 
That's opcpest.com slash careers. Injured in a car accident? Visit suedistracteddriver.com. <laughs> 